Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you, you and me. me. Let's talk about all the good things and, and the bad, bad things, things that, that made be. me. Let's talk about Oh, yeah, baby. Sex. All right. Oh, yeah, baby. Does anyone know what time it is? Apparently. Tool time. <laughs> oh. uh, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, you should, know it. Should I you know it. this one since this is a very female-oriented? I kind of guess. Yeah. Even though not Yeah, let's you. let the lady. All right, so, yeah. Yeah, let's let the lady do it. Let's let the lady do it. Um, Welcome, one and all. To Red Wine and Mystery Stories, the podcast, the official podcast, where two drunken friends get together and talk about mysteries. You're welcome, Internet. I am your host, Jillian Buck. And uh, who am I here with today? Who am I here with? Oh, Oh, you're letting me speak. Oh, you're letting a man talk today. Yep. Whoa. You may have hey, a penis, hey guys. but you're still allowed to speak. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me have a voice in the pod. <laughs> My name is Patrick M. Dunn. Um, sometimes I'm here. Sometimes I'm just in the corner <laughs> crying, wishing I could have my say. But Yeah, okay. Our previous, like, 50-some-odd <laughs> episodes would defy that. But okay. Uh I'm whether this is somebody's first time, they don't know. They just think I'm like your slave. No, I'm your whipping boy. No, I'm pretty sure our whipping boy is um, Bruce the intern. That is true. That is true. Yeah. so. I'm like, am I on the same tier as our intern, or am I like slightly higher? Slightly higher. Yeah, uh, slightly higher. Um, like right. in theory, if we got paid, you would get a salary, and he would not. I feel like that. Oh. Right? But neither of us, none Ooh. of us get paid, so whatever. <laughs> Throw some nickel coins my way. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this you is know what? moment it's... for that, like, toss a coin to your Witcher thing. <laughs> I'm just waiting for, um, for Bruce the intern to start, like, a union and, like... Well, protesting um, and all this I'm, stuff. I'm pretty and, uh, sure he and he and High Tech Beth have already discussed that. <laughs> and um, have we had the like the office discussion about unions? Like, if you unionize, all you'll do is waste a lot of money, and everybody will lose their jobs. <laughs> like, uh, like and Jan, we can always just find some. Jan comes in and like just squashes it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we could very easily go down to the local community college and find some um, cool tech guys that can that take are, over, that hungry, take over the board. Hungry for the work. Yeah. Um. So hungry for get... experience. <laughs> yeah. Since we don't pay. Um. So before we get into, have you ever been experienced? <laughs> oh my God! Now all I can think of is old Greg. Have you ever drinking Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> Uh, shout out to our boy, old Greg, uh, oh. former friend of the show. We haven't heard from him in a while. Um, I don't know if he's actually, still around. No, today, just today, I saw a handmade stained glass of old Greg in the boat with the other guy, like lifting up his skirt and like showing his man. Uh. Why did it. you not buy it? Why um, did you not buy it? Because it wasn't for sale. It was somebody like shared a picture of it and I totally will send you the picture. Uh, okay. Because it's mad. I have a question for you. I yeah. I have a hot question for you, and I think this might segue into what uh, today's topic will be. Oh, before we do that, let's get our housekeeping out of the way. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Bruce, can so, you play the um, sweeping sound effect? <laughs> I'm sure he'll get right on that in post. <laughs> so, um, to follow us, if you are new to this glorious world we have created, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> you are. No, don't feel sorry for them. This is magic. We are introducing them to pure fucking magic. So, you can follow us on Twitter at Red Wine Mystery. You can follow us on Instagram at Red Wine Mysteries, plural. You can email us at redwinemysteries, plural again, at gmail.com. And 
feel free to email us with comments, questions, corrections. Pictures of old Greg. <laughs> if, um, if you have a correction to something that you have heard on a previous app, please email it in and we will feature it on a future app in our No Bone Zone section, which is titled as such because there is no fun involved, there is no bone in, just corrections. Um, and yeah. you can find us on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group, so just search for Red Wine and Mystery Stories. Um, we have it set to private so that we can cut down on the potential for spam for our loyal listeners, all like two of you. Um, ooh, maybe up to three now because of Mike. We'll see how that yeah. goes. <laughs> we'll, um, see how, we'll see how it pans out. We'll we might have scared them off with the last episode. Uh, I think this episode might be the one that scares him off, but we'll see. I don't know. I feel like this is the one that'll draw him in. I mean, it might. Maybe we just bring in his wife on things and this will draw him back in. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he can do some field work for us. <laughs> That's we do need, we do need volunteers because we're, we're in the midst of a, um, an actual science project right now. I methinks. did not know that that was going to be a thing, so this is news to me. But anyway, feel free to okay. follow us on any of those platforms, or if you would like, you can also follow us on Patreon. Just search for Red Wine and Mystery Stories. Um, you can actually support us in our craziness and help us continue to, you know, um, put this crap out. Do on our the research. Airways. Um, you can actually contribute to us being in the same location and recording, which is super helpful. And um, you'll get a lot of access to bonus content. So you'll get access to our bonus pod, which right now is Red Wine and Nickname Stories. So you get to hear us talk about like nicknames that we've given to people, most of which they are unaware of. Um, probably, and you get a, as a bonus content... As an extra bonus content, you get old childhood pictures of me and my various uh, lunchboxes. Yes. And there's there's also other things that we'll be adding on there. So feel free to check us out on Patreon. See if it's something you're interested in that you'd like to take part and access that bonus content. And um, help us help support us in our endeavors to, you know, bring this drunken mystery crap out into the airwaves, into people's ear holes, and hopefully just instill some joy in the lives of others as it does for us. So anyway, you wanted to segue into our topic tonight, Patrick? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, speaking of instilling joy into others, uh, uh, yes. today's topic, I feel like this, we... That's this, valid. This is kind of a thing that you hear about a lot, um, especially if you're big into uh, watching pornography. Um, yeah, or it, the show Californication actually um, hasn't come up in at least one episode that I saw. Uh, yeah, shout out to our friend of the show, David Duchovny, actor, tea musician, time, motherfuckers. Um, tea time, <laughs> author. Does did he write? It? I feel like he's written a book in the days. It's entirely I feel possible. Like he has a book out there. Um, he's also in a band with his brother or something, right? Yeah, some like jazz, blue, fusion type thing. Yeah, I, I can't abide by jazz. I'm sorry. I, I, I <laughs> What? I'm, I'm right there. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm right there with Angela on The Office. Just play the right notes. Yeah, that's totally me. Um, but we I can do, relate. We I can do relate. enjoy the classic David Duchovny only wearing a tea set. Yes. All right. So if you're driving in the car with a small child right now, tell them to put on their headphones and listen to, uh, I don't know, Kid Bop. You probably should not be playing this if there is a child in earshot. Earmuffs, people's earmuffs. Uh, We are exploring. I mean, I'm sure you haven't even got this far. You probably stopped like 10 minutes ago. (laughs) We're like, I can't Uh, play this for them. Uh, Yeah. So today, all right, we were talking about old Greg earlier. Um, He's a... Famous mythical creature from YouTube, I think, um, uh, who no, lives was, under the sea. It's actually a show, but you can find the clips of it on um, on YouTube. Um, fun fact: played by uh, comedian Noel Fielding, who you can see on YouTube. Also, if you're in the U.S., you're not in the U.K. Um, you can find um, 
episodes on YouTube of the Big Fat Quiz, um, which is fucking awesome. And also on Netflix, you can see him in the, what is it, the British, Great British Bake Off or something like that, or the... Um, oh, he's on that? The British Baking Show. Yeah, he's on several seasons of that. He's fucking pure magic. I really highly enjoy this man. He is very, like, just positive, uh, like, sexuality positive of, like, everything and just, you know, unapologetic and, yeah, just amazing. Well, I have no idea what this has to do with old Greg, but I think you Does had mentioned something about his man. He played old <laughs> An under-the-sea creature. Oh, who yeah. was an under-the-sea creature who had a mangina. Is that what? Yeah, he is had that a the legend of old Greg? He's like, I showed you my downstairs mix-up. You ever drink <laughs> Baileys from a shoe? <laughs> I call uh, this so... one as close to Baileys as you can get without getting your eyes wet. <laughs> It's a magical well, thing from, like, the early 2000s. I highly recommend. If you've never seen any of the old Greg stuff, just look it up on YouTube. It's pure fucking magic. It makes me laugh every time, no matter how many times I watch it. Just awesome. Well, I think it killed my momentum. So, Sorry. basically, I was going to ask, like, a dirty question. I was going to say, hey, old Greg has a mangina. Does it squirt? Which is not a mystery today, but it's I, related. I it's related. Like I feel like if if Gold Greg's mangina squirts, it squirts Bailey. <laughs> Ooh, that would, that would, you know what? That'd be delicious. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> it would be magical, wouldn't it? That'd be great. All right, yep. so today we're gonna talk about. Um, I think I think we may have made the uh, scientist crack a smile at that one. <laughs> yeah, he's nodding. Well, that's good. He's nodding in agreement. We're good. All right. So today's episode is going to be all about squirting. <laughs> yeah. Which is which it's even referred though I introduced to, uh, the episode and I'm the one with the vagina. We're going to let Patrick talk about. <laughs> all right. So the act of squirting it refers to um, some type of fluid expelled from the vagina during an orgasm. Right. And which... there's been debate. Yeah. Debate over the years of the millennia um, of if, if, if is it pee like what is it like what kind of fluid is it what's it composed of right. like there's people are wondering there's been a lot of like back and back and forth of like is squirting feel female ejaculation so instead of like you know semen can females like ejaculate and like squirt their vagina juices. Um, I feel like, uh, as someone who has a vagina and who has orgasmed multiple times, like, I don't think this is really a biological thing. And from what I have seen, including various porns that I've been subjected to over the years, it looks like this comes from the urethra, not from the vagina, which means it's urine. <laughs> Yeah, so there, there's a whole hot debate, and I feel like even though we get, like, a f official answers in quotation marks, yep. I think it's still a mystery. I think it's a great red, wide mystery story for us to <laughs> just dive into just a dive pool into, of pussy joys. Dive into face first, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to dive face first into a pool of pussy juice and answer the age-old question, what is... Squirting. A squirting orgasm. Like, what is it? We need to know. I, like, I feel like there's a whole bevy of people out there, including me, because I feel like this is going to be an educational journey for the both of us, and I can't wait to go down this path over the next hour or so and just slip and slide into the world of squirting. I'm just so excited. So excited. So That's, that's so well put. <laughs> slip and slide. <laughs> so... I, I got some I got some hot data. You ready for this hot data? Oh yeah. You bring on the hot data. <laughs> Alright. So there is a distinct difference according to a recent study between squirting, female ejaculation, and incontinence during sex. So these are like three different things that are occurring. But yet 
they all okay. describe the same thing, essentially. So, mm-hmm. squirting could be more than just one thing. Which is interesting, and I, I think that is probably, like, the most accurate representation. Yes, so, all... Alright. I don't know if you knew this, but all three of these phenomena involve fluid that come from the bladder during intercourse. Did you know that? I feel like I've heard something about that. And again, it it feeds into my original thing where it's like, okay, this is coming from a urethra, not from the vagina. Yes. So according to this article that I read, squirting is the expulsion of urine during an orgasm. Um, And that female ejaculate is actually a release of both urine and a substance from the skein's gland. Yes, the skein's gland, which is like, a.k.a. the female prostate. Right. So that's different from squirting, though. Like, um, because when, as a, as a woman, when you have an orgasm, you do end up, like, secreting certain fluids and things like that, but they're more from your vagina and from, like, those other glands. They don't come from your urethra. So squirting is, like, a combination of, like, your orgasm, normal, whatever, uh, right. Yeah, so that, alright, so the female ejaculate is the small release of a milky liquid. Yeah. That normally does not gush out. It just kind of, like, stays stagnant yeah. in there. It might seep, it might seep at times. Yes, but, but it's not, like, a forceful squirting. Yeah, it's not like you hit the the top of the soap thing and it squirts out all over the place. Ah! No, it does not. <laughs> no. I didn't know what to call that thing. What's that called? The uh, handle? I don't know. On a soap dispenser? The dispenser. That's the word I was looking for. Dispenser. <laughs> I like the top thing on the, the soap thing. Like the... The, the, the push down thing. On a soap dispenser. Like the... To release yeah, the dispenser. Soap. I'm pretty sure it's called a dispenser. Well, the dispenser yeah, is yeah. the whole thing that holds all the soap. Like in a public restroom, you like hit the button to get the... Dis- to dispense the soap out of it. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. I've had too many drinks for this discussion to make sense. <laughs> All right, so where were we? All right, so, we yeah, so normally... That's where we were. <laughs> so so normally, like, a female has an orgasm, and as I said, it just kind of, like, lays there. It might seep, but... Right, you definitely... Squirting you don't is... Get like the, it's not like a male orgasm where it's, like, forcefully projectiled from your genitals. Like, it's more like... Like ropes coming out? Right, like... <laughs> You get like a, um, there's like a pulsating and whatever, but it's not like a, it's not like a forceful ejection of ejaculate. It's just like a, you produce more fluid. It's a thing that happens. It kind of stays in there. You get a little moist and then you just kind of maybe wipe yourself off with a tissue or something. A little drippy. You wipe up and then you go back and watch the rest of Grey's Anatomy season 11 or something. I have never once had Grey's Anatomy playing in the background while having sex. I've had some interesting movies playing in the background, including, I'm pretty sure, Pulp Fiction, but never once Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Uh, alright. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say you're going to need just, an emotional release. So I feel like Grey's Anatomy would be the best choice to go to. I don't think so because... So, all right. So here's the thing about female orgasms. <laughs> um, in case you didn't know, female orgasms are very different right. from male orgasms. Like, male orgasms are very much just about the, like, physical sensations Female orgasms, you really need to, like, be in the right headspace, and that's different for every individual. So that's why it's harder for a lot of women to orgasm than men, because you actually have to have, like, these right set of circumstances. You have to be, like, in the right headspace, as well as have the right progression of physical implements happening and whatnot. Um, 
to be able to orgasm. So it's it's harder for women than it is for men. No pun intended. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So having something on in the background that could be distracting you from being in that right headspace could be really detrimental from you actually having an orgasm. Um, Some people are able to block certain things out. But sometimes you just can't. I remember at one point having sex with somebody while there was this, like, documentary playing about, like, Eric Clapton and his son who died falling out a window. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my Tears God. in heaven, guy. Yes, it was the most distracting fucking thing ever. And I was like, <laughs> I do not want to be listening to this while I'm having sex. Definitely did not have an orgasm that night. It was one of the worst experiences ever. Like, just so bad. Like, this is bad sex because of what's happening that I can hear on the TV, like, a ways away. Like, this is just not the right conditions for me. But, like, some, like, some people can block a lot. You're, you're about to... You're about to, um... You're about to, like, scrut all over the ceiling. And then all of a sudden you hear... Would you know my name? No, it was like if I saw you in heaven. No, it was not playing the song. It was talking about like the origins, and it was like the uh. the, the mother of the the kid that died, like talking about like you know her son and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is like one of the most depressing things that's been or ever been on TV. Why the fuck is this playing right now? Why is this the thing that's on in the background? You want to play a game? You want to play a hot game? You ready? Yeah, I I think. We're going to do a good son scenario. We're doing a hot good son scenario. Jesus Christ. So, we're going to get... It's going to be a three-way good son scenario. So, we got... That's not fair. Good son scenarios (laughs) are only supposed to be two. Not tonight. Oh, we're getting shit. the super bonus happy round. She doesn't have three All arms. Right. Uh, you do. You got a leg. You got a spare <laughs> leg. It's very yeah, strong. Hey, you You've been working on it. <laughs> yeah, just dangling over. The <laughs> so, Cat's gonna welcome to the Good Son Scenario game. <laughs> this is the game that's based on the popular movie starring Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood called The Good Son, From, like, in which um, whatever. 1993, four-ish. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Macaulay Culkin plays an asshole. Elijah Wood plays a uh, Macaulay Culkin a plays good a sociopath, kid. not just an asshole, a complete <laughs> sociopath. And Elijah that Wood is plays true. like that is true. a beautiful, wonderful child because that's what he played when he was younger. Yeah. So Elijah Wood's mom dies. His dad's like, I can't take care of you, so he just sends him off to his sister's house. No. No, his Who? dad has, like, a business thing that he has to go do, and he's like, I don't have anybody to watch my son. Hey, can you take care of him for a couple of months or whatever while I deal with this business thing? Get it right. I don't know. Anyway. I have a lot of problems with that movie, because I feel like that dad, that dad could have made time. He could have made time. Um, yeah, can I just also point out that the guy that plays his dad, the actor, is also one of the bad guys in A Long Kiss Goodnight. So that I is true. Like that is true. Maybe those are in the same universe, and the business thing that his dad had to deal with was going to deal with that whole situation. He's going so, to kill Gina Davis and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he's he's trying to kill them both. So anyway, uh, yeah, um, you, what is yeah, this? it's probably not a good idea to have Elijah Wood around for that, right? Right. <laughs> so anyway, what is this good son scenario you have for me that is like extra? All right, so you're, I don't know, you're hanging out, like, you're hanging out near a cliffside in, um, I don't know, uh-huh. downtown Chatham or something. <laughs> There's a beautiful cliff. No, there isn't. With shark-infested waters below. I don't know. Yes. And. Sharks, lots of sharks in Chatham, but no cliffs that I'm aware of. So, anyway, go ahead. What are the three things that I have to choose from now? What am I dropping on with the cliff here? All right, so you got the Eric Clapton documentary about his son falling out of a building <laughs> and his wife going into, like, not great a, detail about the day. Not wife, just fucking random woman he impregnated at one point during his career. Okay, 
And then just some floozy talking about how horrible it was that day. Uh-huh. And then you got, I don't know, like the most dramatic episode of Grey's Anatomy. Maybe, I don't know, a beloved character dies. <laughs> we say goodbye to Katherine Heigl forever. Oh, Katherine Heigl. It's a grand farewell from the franchise. And then we also got, I can't remember what happened. Oh, um, we got John Travolta and Uma Thurman dancing at the, um, <laughs> I don't know, to chuck berry at the um like twist-a-thon or whatever it is okay so do i have to pick one that i'm saving uh what are you making me choose yes okay one that i'm you're gonna save one yes totally uma thurman and freaking john travolta (laughs) ding 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 that is the correct answer because if you said anything else i would have pushed you off the cliff Um, yeah that whole fucking Eric Clapton thing I am not a fan of Eric Clapton's music I don't understand why people think he's godlike like his music is fucking trash that whole thing just go over the fucking cliff um Grey's Anatomy never watched a single episode so that can go over the cliff I will keep freaking Uma Thurman and John Travolta doing the twist in Pulp Fiction any day because that is I will not tell distracting you, is... enough for me to not have an orgasm. So I can block that out enough. <laughs> like, it's it's benign enough for me to just, like, be able to block out and be able to orgasm. So there you All go. All right. What if it was the scene? What if it was the scene where Uma Thurman was overdosing and they had to do the adrenaline shot into her chest? I think I could still block it out enough to be able to, to get there. All right. Uh, what if it's the scene with the... Uh... Anal rape? The, the the anal rape in the dungeon below. I, I honestly think that I'd be able to block out enough of that movie. Like, the, the movie itself, if I'm not physically faced towards the screen, I can block out, like, the the verbal, like, the, the audio. I can block it out enough. And probably because I've seen it a couple of times, like... It's not as horrifying as, like, hearing about, like, a child falling out of a window to his death (laughs) and, like, whatever. Like, I'm familiar with it. I can block it out. I can tune it out. It just becomes white noise. Um, I mean... (laughs) Uh, You know what? All right. You ready for a bold answer? You ready for my bold answer? Your bold answer, because mine comes with like a caveat, because I've it's honestly been playing more than once when I've had sex. Once was a threesome. So like. (laughs) Pulp Fiction or the Eric Clapton documentary? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. So I can obviously tune it out at this point. I got a bold answer. What is your what is your bold answer on this one? Alright, I love me some pulp fiction, but I'm sorry, you're going into the shark infested waters. I'm sorry, um, Eric Clapton, I'm sorry for everything that happened to you, but you're going to the shark infested waters. I've never seen an episode of Grey's Anatomy, but I'm gonna pick it just because Catherine I don't know, why not? Uh, just because friend of, of the show, Catherine Heigl. Because Kat hates Catherine Heigl and you want to just like, just drive that in there that you, you could probably get there with, with that playing in the background. <laughs> with, with Catherine Heigl's horrible, horrible <laughs> acting going on in the background. It's just going to be like a driver. I enjoy her acting in some movies. Uh, you want want to do the Catherine Heigl filmography rundown? Okay, I if you have time, I very much enjoy her in Twenty Seven Dresses and The Ugly Truth. And I know this okay. is unpopular opinion, unpopular opinion, guilty pleasure movie. Kind of like her in Killers with Ashton Kutcher. All right, um, I've seen her on whatever. Ro- <laughs> All right, so I've. I've seen her on um, Roswell, the um, infamous series about if she plays an alien. I have not. Great seen show, that. great show. Loved her. She's on. Um... <sighs> Honestly, I think that's the only thing I like her in. <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy her in several movies. Like I, I really love Twenty Seven Dresses and The Ugly Truth. Oh, I think My Father the Hero. I forgot all about My Father the Hero. I don't think I've ever seen that. 
What? The movie that, like, where she's like secretly like pretending she's dating her dad to like impress a boy? Ew. That sounds so gross. <sighs> and it's not just like any dad, it's Gerard Depardieu playing the dad. Ew. That, that just, that sounds <laughs> off putting. I don't think I'd care for that one. But in The Ugly Truth, she has this great scene where she's like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Fuck no. <laughs> and her, like, assistant is like, fuck no, okay. <laughs> and it's just, is it Gerard Depardieu? No. No, uh. but she stars in that with Gerard Butler, if that counts. <laughs> Which I gotta say, uh. um, when he is doing, like, the, the American accent, like, in that movie, he holds his mouth in a very specific way when he speaks Ooh. and I always find that interesting because there are certain actors that I've noticed like hold their mouths in very specific ways when they're in certain movies and I always just find that interesting which is it means nothing to anybody else I'm sure but whatever Ooh, like who well there's um okay so the guy who played Buffalo Bill in um Silence of the Lambs Silence of the Lambs yeah. yep okay and he's also in the movie Evolution with um, Boy Toy. Boy David Coveney. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he only, Friend of the show. He only ever opens his mouth in movies that I've, like, in things that I've seen him in, he only ever opens his mouth a very small amount. Like, he barely opens his mouth at all. And it makes me think of, like, the muscle structure and function class that I was in and talking about um, jaw <laughs> um, misalignments. And there is, um, so your, your jaw, the, the joint, there's a, um, a cartilage disc and in certain disorders, that disc can actually slip out of alignment and in front of your, um, lower jaw, preventing you from being able to open your mouth fully. And that's always what I think of when I see him in anything and I'm like, "Mm, you barely open your mouth to speak. Do you have a strange dislocation of your jaw? Because then I have a theory. Yeah. I have a hot theory. So what's your theory? Alright. This is gonna kinda tie us back into our topic of the day. Okay, please tie us back into our topic because we have strayed quite a bit. I have a feeling that he's afraid to open his mouth because I feel that he's been victim to catch in a mouthful of squirt juice. I feel like that's probably not the case, but we'll go. And just for the sake of the story. I'll roll along with it just for the sake of the episode. All right. So I want to know what, all right. What is your hot take on the phenomena known as squirting? Like we know it's real. We know something comes out. What is it? What do you think it is? Okay. What do you think the pussy juice is? All right. So specifically squirting, I don't have physical experience with it, like personal experience with it. However, I have seen a couple of porn with squirting featured because apparently that's just part of my life at this point um, <laughs> that I've, I've seen in my history. Um, that it very much definitively seems to be originating at the urethra. Okay, I, I'm kind of in line with you. I, I feel like it's suspiciously... Urine-based. Not what we think it is. <laughs> right, like it just... Like, I feel like it's romanticized in a way, I think so it's... to say. I don't. I wouldn't say necessarily romanticized, but I I do think that people like to think of it as something else because it's something they fetished, fetishized. I don't know how you. Yes, which I mean, urine is a whole fetish in and of itself, but whatever. But I I feel like there's a whole gaggle of people out there that they think they're getting into something else entirely. And they're going to be led astray when they find out where this may, in fact, be coming from. Because I, I feel like just right. kind of like thinking of like the human anatomy, bladders get full. Bladders are constantly 
like filled with urine. Yeah. And maybe just the act of being pushed and thrusted upon repeatedly for several minutes well, might cause also, like you you do have contractions of the area and you can like that can have an impact release. on your urethra and like surrounding tissues. Yeah, so you, uh, I I wouldn't call it light bladder leakage, but there is there is bladder leakage coming through. It's kind of like sneaking its way through, and it's it's coming out like a like a squirt gun, so right. to say. Like and you know, you pull the trigger and, and it would squirts be out from a urethra because like the the vagina doesn't have the capacity to like have that pressure behind push. It, you know, like. It's yeah, it's not designed that way. Right. It's designed to like suck, I think. Like I feel and, like and it seep. wants like inward motion. <laughs> and seep. Yeah, and seep. <laughs> Which sounds as super I, as... unappealing, but is <laughs> actually very appealing. <laughs> uh, just a weeping a, just a sad a weeping vagina. For me. Huh? <laughs> what That's did you just say? a sad weeping vagina. A sad, weeping vagina. All I can think of when you say that is, like, um, Monica and from Friends talking with, like, Rachel and Phoebe, and they're looking at the, like, Playboy or something, and it's like, oh, it looks sad. Is it unhappy? (laughs) It does look sad. (laughs) Why do they always look sad? (laughs) It's like... you know what? Looks sad. <laughs> I, I agree with uh, the gals from Friends. I, I feel like there's always just kind of like a sadness and loneliness to the look. Like it just feels like it's like alone. Like it has it doesn't have troops. It's just by itself, just there, just kind of like hey. Maybe this is because I'm a female. Come inside me. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm a female who also enjoys vagina. I don't feel like they look sad. Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, there is... I have this general feeling that, like, genitalia across the board is not pretty. There there is the saying, happy as a clam. Yes. (laughs) However, I feel that vaginas have a more appealing look than penises just on the external look of them i guess i guess it depends on on the figure i'll go with you on there like i gotta say i'm not i'm not like super attracted to genitalia it's other aspects of the human being that i'm attracted to like, okay. I, so like I don't want it. Like, if if I'm like seeing somebody that I'm attracted to, I'm like, I don't want it. Like, it's not like a I need to see their genitalia. It's like a, I find that person, that human being, attractive. Which I guess yeah, is it's like you know what, like what like people. I w- I will say like I don't know. A titty is nice. Like a titty is like a thing. Yes. that is just pleasant. That is a and fact. friendly. Okay. And it like boobs, exudes happiness. Boobs are amazing. I feel like just about anyone who identifies as any gender with any sexual preference can appreciate a nice pair of tatas. They are they they like transcend gender and sexual identity. Like boobs are just pure joy and beauty. Regardless of what you like. Or what you're attracted to, <laughs> boobs are just nice. <laughs> but again, <laughs> maybe that's just me. <laughs> Frozen, you froze. Oh, okay. No. Sorry. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. You, that was that was an excellent that was an excellent descriptor okay. of the titty because I I feel like. I was gonna say I feel like it doesn't get enough love, but I feel like it. Like it's perfect. It gets like the right amount of love in the world. Yeah, it's, I gotta say, like, like, you watch HBO. You watch like an HBO original series, and there's like oh, there's titty boobs everywhere. everywhere. 
just moves yeah. for days, which is kind of nice. I, I enjoy it. I get, yeah, I, I get upset. It's like one it, of the things I am like most appreciative of, of my own body. I have a lot of body issues for myself from my own mental issues, but like I look at my tits and I'm like, they're big, they're perky, I don't have to wear a bra, and they're just fucking beautiful. And yeah, that's something to appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, episode has gone down some weird pathways. <laughs> I mean, we haven't answered the question, I don't think. No. Like, have we. I think we've kind we kind of voiced know. our opinions on it. And I got to say, this, um, this article that you, like, brought up. Um, does, does actually address that. Excuse me. So it like definitively says like, you know, a a forceful uh, um, expulation of, you know, substance from a female is most likely coming from a urethra, which means that's urine. But female ejaculation fluid is very different and it doesn't expel at that velocity. And it's very right, different so from, I, from the like what you would normally see of as like squirting where it's like a very forceful thing. Do you, do you think it's pure pee or do you think it's like a mixture of components like I other mean, In all honesty knowing what other things mixing in Okay, so no- is it like a like a perfume, sort of say? Ew. Um, so like a combo, a, that combo is not deal. A perfume that anyone should wear. Um, <laughs> so uh, out of on- Buffalo Bill might might not want to wear it, but other someone else might. Would you fuck me? I fuck me. <laughs> so anyway, um, so based on where the urethra is in the female body, um. It is, like, adjacent to the vagina, and it's also, like, recessed in. It's not, like, obviously a male urethra is where everything comes out, regardless of if it's urine or semen or anything. It comes out the fucking urethra in the penis. It's all just the same spout. Women don't have the same spout for everything. However... There is a lot of misconception with that because the urethra is, like, adjacent to the vagina. So people tend to think that it's all one thing unless they've actually gotten down there and looked and been part of the experience. Which, if you're any good at, you know, oral stimulation for a female you've gotten down there and been up close and personal with it and you've been able to actually see that no there is definitively a separate hole um but it is a little bit recessed so it's it's easy to potentially see it mixing with female ejaculate from the vagina in the in the instance of an orgasm so i feel like squirting could be mostly urine with the the forceful ex you know, um, uh, expulsion of it, but I'm sure based on like the situation, you're also going to see that female ejaculate potentially mixed into the situation just because of the area that it's all located in. If that yeah, some sense. experts, um, it does. So some experts kind of have gone back and forth on this for for millennia. Uh, I'm I don't think it's that long, but. <laughs> Because that tends to Probably. be what happens when anybody discusses the female body. It's usually a bunch of white men over 50, which is stupid. <laughs> it's um, it's like the Amy Schumer. Um, <laughs> oh, the like the parody. <laughs> 12, of 12 Angry, Angry men, men panel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. 12 Angry Men about squirting. Exactly. <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> yep. I enjoyed uh, right, that so, article that you sent me the link to. There is like a parentheses related. Can you have multiple orgasms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh like, a, like a, another link that you can click yeah. on. 
<laughs> it isn't even a link. All right, oh, so- no, it is a link. Oh, we might have to get into that in a later episode. <laughs> All right, so according to mindbodygreen.com um, and their panel of experts that are locked away in a room for days <laughs> trying to get to the nitty-gritty of this, um, they're trying to decide if squirting is pee or not. And I guess they brought their they brought their Bunsen burners, they brought their Erlenmeyer flasks, their graduated cylinders, they gathered up all the... Um, all the... Um, all the all data, the so to say. <laughs> yeah, all the pussy juice, so to say. They filled up the cups, and I don't know. They got their little kits, their little testing kits, and they were able to ascertain that some components of urine have been found in squirt, as they call it, <laughs> and like such as u- urea, uh, creatinine, and uric acid. Oh, but I, think I just lost you. Are you still there? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm still here. Okay, now you're back. Um, I don't know what happened, but you just, uh, like, glitched out on me and froze up, and it got weird. All right. So what did you just say? I'll start th- I'll start that whole train of thought over. All right, so our whole panel of experts that are, you know, locked away in that room for days, just trying to dis- decide on, you know, what squirt is... Um, <laughs> They, they they gathered all their supplies. They gathered gathered their graduated cylinders, their Erlenmeyer flasks, their little testing kits, and they kind of scienced away for a few days. And they were able to ascertain that some components of urine have been found in in squirt, as they call it. Squirt is it? Yeah. That's what they actually call this juice. Of course. Which you know. So you know they found the urea in there, the creatinine, the uric acid concentrations, but. They did found some components um, that are likely from the skein's gland in there, which I think is something I mentioned earlier. It's like the lady prostate, right. Mrs. Prostate. And <laughs> so I, I, they think it's kind of like the mashing of it. It's kind of like a, um, like a cocktail, so to say. Right, like what I was saying. Like it, it mixes together because it's all in that same area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their words that they used was gushing. It's gushing together, which... Oh my god, this was totally (laughs) written by white men. Yep. (laughs) Probably. So, um, so, alright, this is great. This is wild. So they did a small study in 2015. Um, They had seven women, um, they had them pee before intercourse and then scanned their bladders before and right after squirting. And... The women's bladders had filled before squirting and then were empty right after squirting. So they were like, oh, all right, it's pee. It's got to be pee. (laughs) So I don't know. It's good enough for me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, I'm okay with that data. That data's seven women, just seven hungry, horny women, just ready to go down and... Have a good night. You totally just said seven (laughs) hungry women. Wow, you're channeling an old voicemail that was left for you, (laughs) which was eleven. Which I think we've brought up on the. Yeah. I think we've brought up on the show before. We definitely have. Previous episode. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Patrick, this is eleven hungry women. Where are you? And she just holds up the phone to the room (laughs) as we're all like bitching. (laughs) Oh, they were just waiting to squirt. No. No, we were waiting for food, and we were waiting for the last member of the party that was for our freaking office Christmas party. There was no squirting involved that day, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, no one threw you a bone? <laughs> oh my god, the dog bone you got from Z. And you're just like, ah. Uh, <laughs> like toss it. Throwing right. motion. Oh my god, terrible. But fitting for this conversation. Alright. Um I think there is something we haven't considered though. Like I, I think I was actually just about to bring this up. So like what if this whole squirting thing doesn't actually have anything to do with the female body? What if this is like a government conspiracy? And this is how people are being controlled, like, brains are being controlled and stuff by the government. Like, this is not actually an actual bodily function. This is, like, 
somebody's tapping into things somehow and creating these like you know misty clouds that end up going up into the sky and then just like getting into people's like you know brains hold on and stuff hold on are you saying are you saying that the chemtrails in the sky is evaporated pussy juice that <laughs> I think that's gets into cloud saying. form I think that's what I'm saying. Could this all just be chemtrails? Could this be the origin it, of chemtrails? Could this be something that the government is putting into vaginas and urethras to create chemtrails? Oh. So all all this inconclusive evidence is because the government is shutting down the data. They don't want just, us to know the truth. Exactly. Yep. So they don't they don't want us to know the truth that is raining down on us. Precisely. Which yep. is so, so basically I think, I, I, the sky is urinated on us. All that urea and creatinine and like, uh just dripping down some pussy juice all over us. And it's it's uh, like causing so, mind control issues. And I think I don't think water in our time, plants. <laughs> I don't think we have enough time to, like, really get into it in this episode. Filling our rivers. <laughs> I think we're going to have to actually, like, dip it, dip our toes in, dip it low into this in a big way in our next episode. What do you think? Dip our toes into some re-evaporated <laughs> pussy juice and just try to get to the nitty-gritty. Yes. Once and for all. <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, so join us next week when we finally talk about the um, connection between pussy juice and chemtrails. Yep. What is it? What is it made of? <laughs> what is it doing to us? And how is it affecting our animals? It or help it? Is it in our food source? Yeah. I'm sure like, it is. Oh, I'm just. I'm just scared of what it's seeping into or <laughs> weeping into. Just dripping into. <laughs> all right, so join us next week because that's all she wrote. Deuces! <laughs> Deuces. <laughs>